The Brandom Podcast. Welcome to The Brandom Podcast with Brandon Jones. You can find out more about me at Brandon Jones Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Or follow the band at BrandonJonesBand.com on Facebook and Instagram. What's Brandom anyway? Ladies and gentlemen, now the host of your show, Brandon Jones. Okay, tell me if I was in the wrong. All right. So I'm driving, right, with the wife. And this has happened a few weeks. This is a month ago, maybe now. And we're headed to go look at a house. Okay. Now, this is a little. I'm going to tell you the ending so you stick around and hear the story. I got pepper sprayed. All right. So here, let me tell you the story now. Just because I got peppered spray, I don't feel like it was my fault. And so the, the thing about it is, is is uh me and my wife are gonna go look at a house i'm driving her car usually i don't know why over the last year or so she's just been driving a lot everywhere and i'm not sure why i don't know what the point is i always used to drive and now she started driving and and i'm okay i'm okay with it i love giving her a hard time about how bad of a driver she is and and it's fun you know it's a little game we play it's almost like flirting fighting kind of thing and uh (laughs) so anyways we are headed. Now, I live out in Rapid Valley, and uh, so if you uh, have ever been to Rapid City or you are living in there now, currently listening to this, then Rapid Valley is on the eastern side of town, and I was going to get on I-90 and drive out to Blackhawk, uh, Piedmont area, which is on the west side of Rapid City on I-90. So I leave... I get to the exit by Watiki Water Park or a Flying J truck stop. There's also a common sense there. And so that's where I'm at. And and it's a it's a dual turning lane. For any of you, even if you've never been to where I'm from and, and you're listening to this, it's a dual turning lane, turning left to get onto the interstate. And as you are on the on-ramp going onto the interstate, those two lanes merge into one and then everybody flows onto the interstate. But it allows everybody to kind of fit better that's why they do it right i think is they have the two lanes and one because then everybody fits back at that two lane area better anyway because they got more width than length does that help? i don't know anyway so we go to get onto the interstate right and we're cruising along and right away i could tell there's a guy to my back left who is annoying and i could just tell i've, I've driven since i was seven okay not legally but I've, I've driven a long time, and I'm like, look, this, this guy, I could just tell. he's That guy, why? Because I am slowing down to fit into the car to my left. I'm in the right lane. She's in the left. We're doing that left-hand turn. I'm like, well, I'll let off and merge in behind her because I feel like that's the proper thing to do. Like, instead of accelerating and getting in front of her, I'm going to decelerate and allow her to kind of have that presence, that you know, like dogs with dominance. I'm going to allow her to have that dominance. I'm going to go in behind her. But no, I can't because this jackwad to my back left won't let me. He purposely speeds up and gets so close to that car with my blinker on, I can't get over. So I'm like, okay. So I'm kind of stuck to either A, have to decelerate and try to get behind him. And I've got a car behind me too. Or do I accelerate and get in front of her? So I do that. I gun it and go, and mind you, we still got this whole on-ramp, so it's not like I'm cutting her off. I accelerate, 
don't go cruising past her. I don't even cut her off. I get well ahead of her, get left, and we merge onto the interstate. All is good. We get on the interstate. Guess what? There's other people on the interstate as well. And so we're cruising, and I'm in the right lane. By the way, you know, let me throw this out there. If you're not going to go the speed limit, at least get in the right lane. Why, why are we still arguing about this left lane thing? Actually, I've got a thought on that. That's not a case anywhere else. It's only like in rural areas like ours or out on the open road. You know what I mean? You get down to Denver and stuff like that. Do you really want to be in that far right lane? Because all of a sudden it's an exit. It's not an exit. The middle lane, I think there is like, or big, big cities where it's four or five lanes wide. Anyway, I digress. So I'm cruising along, coming to a car that's in the right lane. I got to pass. This pickup's passing me. I get behind him. And who's speeding up behind me to flip me off? Dude that wouldn't let me over. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I didn't cut him off. I didn't nothing. Dude just cuts me, like comes up behind me and starts flipping me off and all this. And I'm like, what? I tell the wife, I'm like, apparently it is my goal today is to piss this guy off, ruin his day. And I don't even know who this dude is. I can't tell if it's a woman or a man. I assumed it was a dude, but I actually didn't know. Is it an old guy, young guy, a big guy, a little guy? I have no idea. I cannot tell. And he can't see me either because my wife's windows are really dark. So I'm like, man, I I just don't know what's going on. Anyway, so I speed up and I get around this car. I go to get into the right lane because we're running into some construction. It's just weird, right? Run into some construction to go to get in the right lane. This dude is where, this is where he pisses me off, okay? I turn my blinker on. He's still following me, but he's not like on my butt. He's just following me. I go to get in the right lane. He literally guns it, speeds up, and he's in a fairly nice newer half-ton pickup, okay? And I'm in my wife's RAV4. So he speeds up and gets beside me as I'm coming over and then ends up passing me on the shoulder and then getting over while I'm still on my lane. And he's like, I don't know how he didn't hit us. My wife was freaking out. And like I said, it pissed me off. So this is where maybe... I was a little bit wrong in the fact that I was like, I didn't let off right away. I was like, well, hit me. You know what I mean? Like this guy's being a D bag. Go ahead and just hit me. And then so he, he, he doesn't, he like literally comes over. I think he was going to hit us and some come up on me. I'm like, just let off, Brandon, just let off, bro. So I let off. I coasted back a little bit, let him into the left lane or into in front of me, you know, off of the shoulder and, <laughs> So I'm like, and and I'm mad, like I'm mad, but I'm not that mad. I'm kind of mad, but I'm like, what is the deal with this guy? Like, what did I ever do? I've never seen this vehicle in my life. Note, he's got damage on the left rear of his pickup. This is not his first interaction is what I'm thinking. This dude is a repeat offender is what I'm thinking. So I'm like, okay, fine, 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 fine. I'm I'm just going to leave this guy alone, be the bigger person, right? So I get into the left lane and I'm we're out of that construction, we're going. He gets in the right lane and it becomes it's a three-way, it's a three-lane thing where the right right lane's an exit. So he like goes to take the exit. And I don't know what changed in my mind because at that point I could have just left. And and, and nothing would have happened. We would have been talking about some jerkwad on the interstate. But something came upon me that I'm like, you know what, whether this is the Lord doing some work here or I don't know, but I just felt like I I have to follow this guy. 
And I'm not going to, like, I'm not mad, like, I'm going to follow him and, like, go beat the living, you know, whatever out of him or nothing. I'm not going to wreck his car. I'm just going to be like, my thought was at that point, I'm going to follow him. Maybe he's going to the store, he's going home, and I'm going to go, hey, man, like, what, are you all right? Like, what's your deal? You know, like, let's talk about this. Why were you doing that? What is the point of that? That's, that. At that point, well, I was going to have a, a logical conversation with the guy. That tr- I swear to you, on everything holy, that's what I was going to do. And so, <laughs> and so, I uh, I swear to you, as I'm telling you this story, there's a dude doing donuts in the parking lot, not too far from here, where there's a high school. And I'll be honest, I want to go join that dude. But anyway, okay, I get back under my story. So. So I, I follow this guy. He realizes I'm following him and just like pulls over. For those of you that are local, it's the Haynes exit. All right. He's right by the books and the Applebee's and that exit. He takes the exit and then slams on his brakes and comes to a stop. So do I. I don't even get close to him. I stop. And the whole time my wife's saying something like, don't do that. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Don't get out of the car. I don't know. I've toned her out. I don't know what she's even saying at this point. Nonsense. And uh, actually probably a lot of sense. But being the guy was, I get out of the car. And it was actually, this was where it kind of got funny is because I get out of the car. Now, if for those of you that don't know who I am or how big I am, I'm like about six foot. I'm 5'11". And I'm big. And I'm chubby. I look like I'm stronger than I am, and uh, and but it's fine. So I get out and and I got a big beard and stuff. And I don't know why people look at guys with big beards and they're like intimidated. You know what the beard does in a fight? <sighs> nothing. It doesn't do nothing in a fight. Or like, oh, because he's got a beard now, he knows j- jujitsu. No, that's not how that works. So, anyways. I I approach his car, and as I'm saying the funny part, I get out of mine, and I walk towards him, and I watch his demeanor of anger on his face change to, like, an oh, shit look. (laughs) And that part was funny to me because I don't know who he was expecting to get out of the car, but it wasn't me. He wasn't expecting a dude, I don't think. But I get out, and I walk towards his car. I've got um nothing i'm I'm not gonna like i have no i have nothing in my hand i have nothing like i'm not approaching him in an angry way and uh and i I walk in there and i'm like listen listen here dude like what what are you doing and he's like hey let's both apologize okay let's look we were both in the wrong and as soon as he said that it 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 fuck pissed me off. Like I was so pissed off that he said something so stupid. Like, really? You're gonna say it's both our faults? And so I went from the guy that was going to have that conversation with him of like, hey man, you know, you don't know what other people are going through. You know, I was gonna have like a real nice conversation. It went from that to like all of a sudden I was pissed. Like I was already hinging, and then this guy just straight pissed me off. And so I'm like, all right, mother fricker. I said, are you effing kidding me? It's both our faults? No, I don't think so. It is not both of our faults. It is totally your fault. And I'm like ripping into this guy. And I was getting so mad. I got mad enough where I'm like, I think I'm going to punch this guy in the face. I should probably tell you this part. He was an older gentleman, older than me. I don't know, 50s, 60s. I don't know how old he was. But I'm like, no, bro, this ain't happening. Like I, I'm going to, I it took everything I had not to punch him in the face because 
saying it's both our fault means that he cut me off and like I had something to do with it. I did nothing. He pulls over, almost wrecks us with my wife in the car. That all of a sudden all kind of zoned in on this and I'm about to beat the living F out of this guy. And I was so mad. Anyway, so I'm talking with them and, and I'm like, you know, you need to learn how to drive. What the hell is your problem? Why are you cutting people off? Why are you trying to cause an accident? What's your freaking blah, 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 bunch of other French words. I, I just like smack him on the chest and I'm like, learn how to F and drive. And he pulls up a teeny little thing of mace or pepper spray or something and sprays it at me. Yeah. And so I stick my hand up and block it and it all scoots back out into his car and I just look at him, and my exact words were, Mace, you pussy, as he sped off, like, took off. And I was like, that made me even more mad, I think. Hey, BTW, the guy that was doing cookies in the parking lot, was still doing cookies in the parking lot, and a cop just showed up. You can't make this up, man. Cop just pulled up. We're going to see if this kid gets a ticket or not. That sucks. But anyway. I mean, let the guy do some cookies. What's the parking lot for? But anyway, so the guy speeds off. I'm mad. I'm like, what is the deal? And I walk back to the car. My wife's mad at me. What if he had a gun? What if this? What if that? I'm like, whatever. He had pepper spray. But the funniest thing about it was I look at my hand and I smell it and it's expired. Like it didn't even work. The pepper spray, it kind of like it had a little tingly burn to it, like, like almost like maybe somebody put hot sauce on like my hand. I don't know. It was it didn't even my hand. It didn't affect a little droplet of it must have got on my neck. And that's where it kind of hurt. Outside of that, nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm like, what an absolute D bag. And I truly like this is where I pull myself. So I tell you the whole story. And I look at all of this and I'm like, why do, why do people do this? Why do people drive like that? I've noticed that a lot in my town, especially where, and I've talked about it on the radio, but I'm like, at what point do you, does the car that's trying to merge over affect your life so much that you can't let them in? Or it's like your goal in life is to like get road rage, like chill. Take a deep breath and really actually think about life. Does that actually matter? You don't know what that car is going through. You don't know what's going on in that other vehicle's life. You don't know who they are, what level of driver they are. What if it's a, what if I was a teenage kid that's brand new at driving and my parents bought me a 2012 RAV4 with really dark tinted windows? Likely not, but maybe. Okay. And, and, and then you're cutting me off or you do that to my kid. If that was my daughter driving, oh, there definitely would have been a problem. That's what you need to think about. What if it was my son and you wrecked him and then it became his fault, but really you were the asshole in the whole situation. You don't know who's in the other car or what's going on. Case in point, just recently. I'm going to tell you another story. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, I'm telling you all this because I'm like, it frustrates me that other people on the road don't turn on your blinker. Don't use it. I don't give a shit. Don't use, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like if you don't use your blinker, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Follow me too closely. I don't care. You know what I mean? It makes your life better. I don't care. You know, 
But what bothers me is like, so oh, not this weekend, but last weekend, my wife stabbed herself in the hand with a knife. Okay. <laughs> she's scraping brownies out of it was Thanksgiving weekend. And so she's scraping brownies out of a brownie pan that had crusted on there with a steak knife. No reason. I have no idea why, but she stabs herself through the fat part right below your thumb. You know what I'm saying? Like on her left hand, right below the thumb, steak knife goes in. Maybe she stabs herself a second time or it went through. I'm not really sure how she did it, but she wasn't bleeding too bad, but it looked pretty good. And so I'm like, all right, let's go to the ER, right? Well, she's Native American, so we're heading to Sioux San. For those of you not from around here, uh, we live in Rapid Valley on the east side of Rapid City, and we've got to get to Sioux San that is all the way on the west side of Rapid City. And so I'm like, let's go. I'll drive. So we get in her 2012 RAV4 with the dark tinted windows and start going down Highway 44, which leads us all the way through town. Turns into Omaha. It goes through town. For those of you that are around here, you know what I'm saying. And I'm I'm speeding, you know, but I'm not like going crazy, right? It's not an emergency emergency, but she's like, she doesn't do well with blood, the wife. And she's wanting to pass out. She's fainting. I'm like, whatever. We just need to get there. It's not. It's really not that big a deal. I'm not in a huge, or like hurry, but I, I am speeding. Like I said, right. So I'm going down 44. The speed limit's 45. I'm doing 65. But there's nobody around. There's a few cars. And this is what happens. This is this is the kind of situation that just makes me mad. Like, why do people do this? I'm coming up on, I'm in the left lane doing 65. There's a car in the right lane doing less than me. I don't know what he's doing. And I pull up and I'm about to catch him. What does that car do? It speeds up. Now we're both doing 65. Why? I have no idea. To be honest with you, I don't, I probably shouldn't even be doing it. Right. And so we're both doing 65 until we get to another car in the left lane and I slow down naturally and the car beside me also slows down back to 45. Now I can't pass them. There's only two lanes. Why would you do something like that? You have no idea what's going on in the car beside you. I get it. My wife's hand wound isn't a big deal. What if she was having a heart attack or we're about to have a baby? And we're trying to rush to the hospital. You have no idea what's going on inside that car. But for some reason, that vehicle felt it so much that it needed to, like, block us in. It needed to slow us to speed up in a way so that we can't pass it. Like, why? What is the point of this? I don't get mad, though. I just, whatever. I guess we're doing 45. We get to the intersection on Campbell and Omaha, and and I'm trying to get around this car. He's still, like, he's blocking me. Like, he's making sure he gets in lanes where I so I can't get through. And I don't know who this person is. I truly don't. I'm like, I don't, what is going on here? And I, I'm, again, I'm not. I'm driving a little bit like a teenager, but not a lot, if I, if you know what I mean. Like, as in, I'm not cutting cars off and weaving in and out of traffic, but I am kind of accelerating, trying to get into a free area to, to like, but again, I'm doing it very politely, using my blinker. I'm not trying to cut nobody off, but it's obvious I'm wanting to go faster than everybody else, right? Anyway, this car's blocked me. I just settle in. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not going to fight it. Because I'm not an asshole. That's why. And so we speed up. <laughs> and finally that car turns. I don't even know. Because I honestly could care less. But I finally get around that car. I break through. And, I, and I'm I'm, ex- I'm speeding through town. Again, not much. Say if the speed limit's 35, I'm doing like 40. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going crazy, but I am trying to show my wife that I care about her uh, stab wound, if you will, enough that I'm like, I am trying to get you to Susanna as fast as I can. We, I ran into literally three cars that did that exact same thing to me. That was one of them. So three total. All right. Where one, I'm coming up to an intersection. A guy like sees me coming and speeds up and cuts me off just to be the first one in line. Why? There's literally five of us, four of us at this intersection, and you had to be in this front one? Like, what is the deal? And by the way, that person passed me in your no passing solid white line situation. Or not pass, but, you know, change lanes. And the no white line thing. Not that I care, but I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of this? And it leads me to think, like, why are people driving like such dipshits? Do we need to have like a, a class of some kind? And just when I think I'm like less, less, less is more. You know what I mean? Like, w- look, you know what my kids had to do to get driver's license? Freaking nothing. They went and took a test that was like stupid and it had much little to do with driving. You know what I mean? A little bit to do with signs and what legally what you're supposed to do, but not really. And I and I I'm not at really for driver's ed. Neither one of my kids went through driver's ed. I taught them how to drive. I do come from uh, CDL drivers who drove school bus most of their adult life and have trained people how to drive school buses. So I feel like I understand the rules. And I'm not trying to say like I'm better. I'm not. I I've been in stupid accidents. I've sped. I uh, look. I'm not like that. But I am saying that it's like I think there's a lot of rules out there that a lot of people just don't like understand. And then and then you start talking about courtesy rules, right? Like things like it just helps the flow of traffic and and just the overall animosity of other drivers if you're just not being a dipshit, you know, when you're on the road. And and those are all things that like I've learned from I also have a CDL from driving truck. You just got to be patient, man. There's only so much I can do. I'm in a truck, meaning like so much for me to do. Like I can't go weaving in and out of traffic if I'm in a hurry. The best thing I can do is just hurt, like try to keep going. That's it. And so from all of that, I, I look at the way people drive around here, and I'm like, maybe there are some classes we need to do. You know, maybe we do need to have drivers at a thing in school that everybody has to go through because there are a lot of people who are 17, 18 years old and, and have never really driven, you know, maybe we need to like, you know how the cops do that, that, that evoc training or whatever training where they go race around a cone course. Maybe we need to do that, you know? And like, maybe we need to do some slick road driving stuff too, where we throw out some, you know, pretend ice and like, Hey, you gotta figure out what to do here. You're sliding. What to, what do you do? Put them in that situation. You know, those are those are things that, like, um, I did, my dad did to me when I was young. Earlier I said I started driving when I was seven. I'm not making that up. My dad learned, teach me how to learn me. Oh, boy. My dad teach me how to drive when I was seven <laughs> with a two-speed automatic 1964 Chevy pickup. All right? And I learned how to drive on that. And then I started driving his five-speed manual half-ton pickup. I have drove school buses all before the age of 10. And it's like, but it wasn't like go out and run a monk. There was a little bit of that. He'd stop. He'd slow it down. He'd teach me how to drive. This is what you do. This is what you don't do. And this is kind of why. And then it was like, there was times I was driving around some property that we had in, in that 64 Chevy pickup 
sliding sideways, doing burnouts, doing things. But in reality, I was learning. I was learning how to do that stuff properly so that when, you know, situations, panic situations, I could drive. I also learned that I don't need to be an asshole on the roadway. You know, we've all went through that where we were that guy. You you hate it when people cut you off. You hate it when people get in front of you while you're trying to exit a concert at the monument or, you know, whatever the case might be. Somebody, you know, edges in when it's like, hey, we're all trying to leave. But in all reality, you know, does it actually matter as you're leaving a parking lot and everybody's doing the every other and like, does it matter? Are we all in in that big of a hurry in life where like that one car getting in or maybe two, three cars getting in is like, that's too much for you? I mean, truly, honestly, look, think, think about it. Don't tell me. I don't give a crap. I know my thoughts on it, but you know, like, is it really too much to think for like that stuff? Just can't do it. Uh, that guy let the car in and I'm about to go wreck him and pepper spray his ass. Like, is that really what happens? Like we really, we just got to get better at it. I mean, there's human beings in that other car, you know, you don't know what they're going through. That's all I'm trying to say. Oh, that cop, um, for that kid doing cookies in the parking lot, he stopped by and, and it looked like nothing. He just cruised off. Now there was another pickup there also talking to him. So I don't know, maybe that was a school liaison officer in an unmarked vehicle but either way i got pepper sprayed the brandom podcast hey thanks for listening to the brandom podcast you can always subscribe follow and please leave some comments also share it on social media tag me in the post brandon jones radio on facebook and instagram got something you just gotta share with me hit me up on my email brandon at catradio.com. that's b-r-a-n-d-o-n at k-a-t radio.com and as always we're looking for sponsors love you the brandon podcast is hosted by brandon jones produced by mark houston engineered by chris jayquist audio and video mastered by russ haddon if you like what you heard please rate it five stars and leave a comment